Welcome to Chasing Dreams Podcast with Amy J. Amy believes that realizing a life without regrets is achieved by taking chances, chasing your dreams, making moves, and overcoming your doubts. The Chasing Dreams Podcast will help you overcome life's obstacles, believe in your potential, and inspire you to face your fears. And now here's the woman who is passionately pursuing her dreams, Amy J. Hey, Dream Chasers, this is Amy J. And thank you guys so much for tuning in to this episode of Chasing Dreams, episode 250, a.k.a. my last episode. But first, a word from our sponsor. This episode of Chasing Dreams is sponsored by Ringtones by Amy J. As your personal hype man, Amy wants to provide you with the tools to help you along your dream chase. These new ringtones can be used as text alerts, ringtones, or alarms. The ringtones range from an alarm reminding you it's time to be intentional to an affirmation reminding you that you are enough. To learn more, please visit amyj21.com tones or search for Amy J under iTunes on your iOS device or the Tunes ringtone store. All right, guys. Yeah, this is it. This is the ultimate episode, the final episode of Chasing Dreams. I currently do not have plans to revive it or pull a Michael Jordan and come back. None of that. This is it. And so, you know, in saying goodbye, as I was leading up to this, I wanted to share with you this journey and how I got here, where I'm going, and some lessons that my fellow Dream Chasers and guests on the show shared their top five, as well as my top five advices for you. So lean back, take a moment, and let's chat. First of all, I can't talk about a last episode without saying thank you. Thank you to the guests who were so honest in sharing their stories. When I started this, I had probably 13 to 20 names and they were all my friends. They were people who I knew were doing something amazing because they were happy for themselves. They were living their life fully, right? So for those who have not been with me long or who aren't sure about how Chasing Dreams began, one of my nieces uh, in high school had a very good talent. She was amazingly talented, poetry and writing and creative arts, and decided at some point, that's what she was going to do for a few years, she had said that, and then all of a sudden it kind of pivoted to a new career. And I was like, oh, what happened? And it was, it was a, you know, there's not really much you can do with that. This is a more comfortable, confident place. This is something that will give me stability, right? And I know a lot of families and parents want stability for their kids. They don't want you going through the tough times. They don't want you to struggle for money, et cetera, et cetera. And I was just so sad because I knew that a lot of people were living this way. A lot of people were struggling with where they are in life. And so I said, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to do a podcast because I had just done a podcast about a TV show and I was like, I could do this. And I was like, I'm going to do a podcast and it's going to be about people who are happy with what they are doing. Not necessarily because they made a lot of money, but they're happy on the inside, truly happy and joyful with what they are doing and pursuing in life. And it doesn't have to be their full-time job. It didn't have to be uh, 
their main source of joy, but they were doing something that just made us brought a smile to their face. And so when I do that, when I came up with that idea, I was like, okay, well, if I'm going to do this, as I recommend for anybody who wants to do podcast, come up with at least 13 to 25 examples or topics of what you want to talk about. And so since I wanted to do a weekly podcast, I wanted to have at least half a year's worth of stuff, of, of people, of topics, if I was going to do a weekly podcast, right? I came up with 13 of my friends. That was just straight out. And so I was like, okay, let me keep going. Let me see who else I can come up with. And there were some months where I would worry about, I'm, I'm running out of happy people. <laughs> I'm running out of happy people. And this would be my, my thought. I'd be like, oh my goodness. Let me try again. Uh-oh. Hey, with that oomph. But somehow, by God's grace, I would find someone to talk to. I would find someone who was willing to share their story. And it was such a blessing for me to take this leap into doing a podcast. And it wasn't something I knew where it would go or how it would be received. But I knew that I wanted to try I knew I wanted to share this message with people, and I didn't really know what the message was. I just knew that I wanted people to see that there are other people who are happy with their lot in life, even if it wasn't easy, even if they were pulling two jobs or they were doing difficult things, tough things, and people were, but it blew up into something I had no idea I would be in. We began in September 21st, 2015, and here we are. Uh, June 23rd, I think, uh, about to end. I think it's 23rd. Yeah, 23rd, where we're going to air the last episode. That's an amazing time. It's, it did more than I thought it would, right? And so want to thank all those guests who shared their story, shared their honest, difficult stories. Because I don't think anybody I, sh- I had on the show was ever like, Life was easy. No, nobody said that ever, ever. Nobody ever said that. So I want to thank my guests. And I want to thank you guys who are listening, the audience, uh, because you tuned in. You tuned in to listen to these stories, to hear what people were sharing. And it meant a lot to me. Sometimes I didn't know where you guys came from. Sometimes I didn't know if anybody was listening. And then randomly I would hear from someone about that current week's episode. I would hear people talk about, man, that really impacted me. And then I would get messages from some people out of the blue from people I didn't know. And listen, when you, when you let someone know that you appreciate something they've done, let me tell you, you are making their day. That, that five seconds or a minute, two minutes that you take to write to someone and say, hey, thank you for what you're doing. Uh, it means a lot to me. I really enjoyed your show. means the world to someone. And you've not only probably changed their day, but their week, their month, their year. And I, I kid you not, it is significant and means a lot to people. So yeah, if you ever, if something ever means something to you, if you enjoy it, let them know, right? And if you want to leave a rating and review, do that for them. But, you know, in general, compliments and kind words go a long way. And they're not given often. And that's what makes them even more important. So I just want to say that because I have heard kind words over the years, but they weren't as you would think that because people, people podcast, 
you're hearing it. It's flooding fan letters coming in. It's nothing like that, guys. It's not. And I'm not doing it for the fan letters or anything like that. So know that it's appreciated when I receive it. And it means it's this podcast and this show has touched the lives of others. And I never realized that. I never, I mean, I did, but I didn't. Like I did, I knew it, but I didn't really believe it. And then sometimes you guys would share messages and I'd be like, what? That is wild. And it motivated me. It did. It would remind me of my purpose and what I'm doing and why I was doing it. So thank you to the listeners for tuning in. I hope that these episodes were a reminder and motivation for you and that they continue to be so because the, the, the shows aren't going anywhere. The episodes aren't going anywhere. Feel free to listen back to the old episodes, listen to the current, ep- well, there's no more current episodes, but the recent episodes and see where it can help you in your life. There were 200, over 220 guests. I'm sure someone can resonate with you. And if you're not sure, reach out. Hit me up on Instagram, on Facebook, on, uh, well, I'm not really on Twitter, but reach out. I'm available. Uh, and let me know. We'll talk. We'll chat. Hopefully I can share a story or two, probably. So let me know. But I got to thank you guys. Last but not least, no, no, not last but not least. I have to thank my teams, the support teams I've had from Pro Podcast Solutions to Team Podcast to Kerry Green and his team who were there, to Leon Flitton and everyone. I thank you so much for the audio editing, the show notes, everything you've done. This this podcast wouldn't have been possible without you. There's just no way. I wasn't going to edit all those episodes by myself. I wasn't going to write show notes. So I have to thank you guys for that. It meant you helped ease the burden or the workload for me and it allowed me to keep going. And I thank you for that. And I hope you know, because I do reach out, I appreciate you, truly. And then last but not least, I have to thank God for reminding me and giving me courage to do this, for taking that step, for doing something that is not common for Indians, for women, etc. And yeah, I, you know, but for God, this wouldn't be possible. He has blessed me in so many ways, bringing you guys into my life, the team, Daryl, my fellow podcasters who encouraged me, Aunt, Stephen, so many, Tiffany, Kristen, Kara, that I'm grateful for. And so, yeah, that, that takes care of the reminiscent side of things. But, you know, for 250 episodes, I never thought I would get to 250. I thought 100, I thought 150, and then I just kept going. And as I kept going, you know, my focus has changed. My intentions changed. I still wanted to motivate you, but I wanted to help by talking to you guys about your mindset, about your mental health. I wanted to talk so much about mental health because it's so important to me. And it's, you know, especially with this pandemic, it's affected so many people. And it's hard. It's absolutely hard, guys. I know. I know. But, you know, when... Sometimes we think that we have to keep doing something because we've been doing it so long. A lot of people use tradition as a cushion for what they're doing. I have to do this. This is tradition. I have to do this. It's in the family. I have to keep podcasting. I have to keep chasing dreams going because I've done it for 250 episodes. But in reality, it's important that you have 
that end in mind. And for me around, I think it was like 221 or so, I started thinking about what was next. What did I want to do next? And so, you know, that became a constant thought for me, you know, and I wasn't, I was always enjoying the conversation I was having. It was the background stuff that was kind of more frustrating to me. I wasn't looking forward to to doing. And so when things start doing, when things start becoming that way, it's important that we take the time to take a step back and evaluate what's happening with fresh eyes and know that it's okay to say no. It's okay to change. It's okay to pivot. And that it's important that you not keep going just for the sake of tradition, that you not keep going because you're afraid of what will happen if you stop. So I made the decision. And I think it's the right one. I think it's the right one. I don't anticipate coming back to chasing dreams the way it is right now. We may do something different in the future. We'll see. But for now, this is this is where it is. But this has been my life for so long, and it's it's meant a lot. I mean, we've had over 96,000 downloads. 96,000 downloads. That's still mind-boggling to me. No idea where you guys came from, but I thank you, truly. And the thing is, is that through this podcast, I've discovered myself and I've discovered my story. And when I recently gave a talk, I had time to reflect on my story. And I've talked about it here and there on the show. I want to talk a little bit about it today because I think for those listening, this will be helpful. And then I'm going to talk about the top 10 tips that my fellow guests and I have to share with you. So 15 years ago, I did a thesis, a master's thesis in the area of graphics, rendering of graphics. And it was not something I loved. There was something in my gut that was like, this isn't right. This isn't what I intend for it to be. I wasn't happy. I was like, trying to struggle to come up with a thesis topic. I just picked one. It was the rendering of mold on cut wood. Right? I don't have a cricket sound or I'd play that because that's probably what it is right now. Silence. I should have known that that wasn't meant for me. I should have known that this wasn't my ministry at the time. But I got the degree. It wasn't without its own struggles. I'm not going to dwell on that here, but I did. And I got a, a job with NASA Goddard Space Flight Center. It was the best. I love the people I work with. You're going to hear that a lot. I love the people I worked with, but I had worked with NASA as a summer intern, then as a co-op and then as a full-time employee for like over seven years. And I realized one day, When I was working, I just stopped and I realized, hey, I'm bored. This doesn't feel right to me. I wasn't looking forward to coming into work because of the work I was doing. I was looking forward to coming to work because of the people I work with. And so I decided at that moment, I realized in that moment, because I went home and I thought about it and the perspective and, you know, work I was doing, the insight, the evaluation of why did I do this? Who kind of led me here? 
what factors were involved in my choices. And I realized that I was doing this because of my culture, because of who I was, because of my community, and partly because of me as well. I can't blame them entirely. But they had encouraged me to say, you know, when you're, when you're growing up Indian, especially Indian in the U.S. or Indian women, the process is college, job, marriage, kids, And if you do all of that before 30, bonus. Yeah. So I had the good job because what's better than a government job? Stability, money, insurance, right? I had all of that, but it wasn't it. It wasn't what I wanted to do. I felt a calling within me to serve others. It was important to me to help others. And I figured this was not the way. This was not doing it. And so I made the difficult decision And I talked to my parents and I let them know and they understood to leave. I became a lawyer and I was like, you know, at that point I was like, I'm going to do what I want to do. At 26, I was going to do what I wanted to do because it was my life and I didn't have anyone to, to answer to, right? Me and God, that's, that's what's going on. But somehow when people found out I went to, I was going to law school It happened again. Patent law, patent law, patent law, patent law is where the money's at. Patent law is where you'll be happy. And so, guys, I did it. I went to patent law. And I loved the people I work with. See? I did. And I felt such gratitude to my boss who took me in when it, it was tough to find a job in the legal field. He took me in and taught me everything about patents, trademarks, copyright. He's an amazing guy, a mentor still. And, you know, I went back and forth between things and patents, but I wasn't happy. Again, wasn't happy. And it wasn't easy either because I was part-time. He was a a new law firm. So, you know, uh, keeping me on when you're starting off on your own as a solo practitioner, and then you're bringing somebody, it, it, all this stuff, right? So either way, I should have known When you go down a path that is not intended for you, it is not going to bring you happiness. No. And I already had debt. So that was freaking me out too because I had debt because of student loans, because I went to law school, right? So what am I going to do? So I kept going unhappily, right? Until I was 33. And at 33, I was like, you know what? I can't change my circumstance right now with my job. I was looking, I I tried other things, but I was like, it doesn't have to be an all or nothing thing. Just because things aren't really working out on the job front, the occupation, I could do something else. So I was like, you know what, I'm going to find something that makes me happy, something that will lead me to helping others. And so I learned podcasting. And little did I know that that would change my life for good. I became a podcaster in 2013. I did a podcast called Revisiting Haven. It's still live if you want to listen to it. We get like 100 listeners a month. I don't know where y'all come from either, but thank you. And it changed my perspective on things. It took me down a road I never thought I would be going down. And I found joy in that. I found joy in meeting new people, talking to people on Twitter before it became the 
negative place it is right now. Podcasting took me to other countries, gave me experiences I never would have had. It was amazing. All because I took a chance. All because I didn't wait for the perfect circumstances and I just tried it. All because I took control of my life. And now, because of that, you know, it just takes one step, right? Podcasting, I just started it. And then I kept going and I started making my own decisions. I started taking chances on things. I moved to Philadelphia. I got a job at Comcast. Came back to Baltimore. Came back to Comcast. Still in Baltimore. And today I am the happiest you guys will I have ever been. I am at home taking care of my parents. I'm here podcasting with you. I have a job I do enjoy and love. But I get to serve others in the way I have always wanted to. Through podcasting, through teaching, through new projects. Here's why. I'm defining my own life. When I started making my own choices one step at a time, it became addictive. It became a consistent practice. And it was great. I love doing it. And I'm trying new things. I'm seeing where it goes. Now, I'm sure the people are listening who are like, hey, but you're not married. You don't have kids. You're over 40. What's up with that? And here's, here's what I have to say to that. I'm on my own timeline. Right? People don't have to fit into a set mold. We don't. Each and every one of us is different. We have our own lives to live. Kamala Harris didn't get married until her 50s. We all have to define. Some people don't have kids because they don't want kids. Some people don't get married, but they're in a relationship. Some people can't have kids. Don't say anything to them. We all have different circumstances that we go through. We all have different things. And so I will do what I do in my own time. And I will find someone when I'm meant to find someone. So, you know, for those who are like, but you don't have a family, you don't have kids, therefore you're unsuccessful. Well, one, I didn't ask your opinion. Two, I think I'm very successful, actually. Happiness is what I got right now. And so that's what I want you guys to understand. You are special. You have such potential within you. And I don't want you to t- allow other people to bring you down or lead you astray. It is your life. And we'll talk more about this in a minute, but it's your life. It's never too late to pivot. I pivoted at 26. I pivoted at 33. I could pivot tomorrow. It's never too late. It may not be easy, but it's never too late. And I promise you, for all, all those in my 20s, for all those in my teens, if I got anybody listening, 30s, 40s, all y'all. It is okay to do something different. It is okay to be different. It is your life, guys. And I want to make sure you guys hear me when I say that. It is your life. It is not your parents. It's not your siblings. It's not your extended families. It's not your grandparents. It's not your cultures. 
It's your life. Because at the end of the day, a long time from now, when we all pass away, you're the one that has to answer to you. Nobody else is going to go with you. It's your life. All right? So, without going into more sadness of, of stuff, you know, I've learned to write my own origin story. It began at 26 when I wrote my own way. And with any origin story like Tony Stark, there are ups, there are downs. There are things that go right. There are things that go wrong. You have sequels. You have, you have characters that come in, supporting characters. You have guest appearances. I want you guys to start writing your own origin story. One where you are the main character. And you're not the supporting character in someone else's life. Not just the supporting character in someone else's life. Write your own origin story. So to help you with that, right? So that when I ask you, what is your origin story? You can tell me. To help you with that, let's talk about the top 10 recommendations from the guests and then myself, right? Uh, I'm going to say 10. It's not necessarily in order. Uh, I'm going to give you the top five from the guests in order. And then I'll give you my five in no order. So from my guests, 220 plus people, the top five tips for chasing your dreams. Number five, self-improvement. Work on yourself. Always be learning. Read books, listen to podcasts, have new experiences. But always push yourself to be your best self. All right? Number four, write it down. Journal. Use a diary. Visualize. Create a vision board. But when you put something in tangible physical form, you are more likely to do it you're more likely to embrace it and you're more likely to remember it out of sight, out of mind is a thing. So write it down, write down your goals, write down your to-do list, visualize, create a vision board of what you want to see in your future. All right. So write it down. Number three, be courageous. Embrace your fear and do it anyway. That's kind of the gist of that one. Be fearless. Like Lovey Ajayi Jones, right? The Fear Fighter's Manual. You're going to be afraid. Do it anyway. That's number three. Number two, go for it. Just go for it. Yeah, a majority of people said just go for it. Your dreams, your wishes, the things that you think are impossible or too hard Go for it. All right. Number one from all my guests. Take one step. One small step. Then the next day take another. But it begins with a step. All right. Just start. That's all they want you to do. Just start with one step. And you'll be amazed at how far you go when you keep doing that. Don't be scared or overtaken by the fact that there are this many things that have to happen, right? Don't, by the sheer enormity of it, break it down into smaller steps and just take one step, do one thing towards what you want to do. Then 
do another. But when you do it as small steps, you'll go far. All right. So those are the top five from the guests. Recapping. Self-improvement. Write it down. Be courageous or fearless. Go for it. And take a small step towards your dreams. So that leaves it with me. Before leaving you guys, I want to make sure I give you the advice that has helped me and that I encourage for you. All right. In no particular order. Care for your mental health. You'll see as you listen to the episodes, there's a change around 175, 200, something like that, where I start bringing in people to talk about mental health. And that's because I've understood and learned to understand that taking care of your mental health as much as your physical health is so important for your long life, your longevity, for your mental peace, for your happiness. It's all tied together. That's why taking care of your mental health is so important, guys. All right? So that's, that's the fifth one. The fourth one. Chase joy, not money. Oftentimes, I think we, we go into things, we try to do things for the wrong reasons. You know, the reason I went to patent law was because everyone said that's where the money's at for the legal field. But I wasn't happy. I took my job at the government because it offered a stable money. But I wasn't happy. Chase joy and happiness, not money. You'll find that when you, fi- when you do that, Money will come. And you have to remember, guys, oftentimes TV makes it seem like if you have six-figure money, you will be happy. Money equals happiness. It's not true. It doesn't work like that. That's not how it is. Money does not equal happiness. And there are people who have who make $42,000 a year who are happier than people who make over 100000 It's true. It's true. And I'm not saying that if you make six figures, you won't be happy. That's not true either. But if you do things for the wrong reasons, don't be surprised when it doesn't work out the way you thought it would. Chase joy and happiness, not money. Number three, it is never too late to pivot. It is never too late to change direction. It is never too late to focus on yourself. Some of us are in positions where we think that it's too tough for me to leave. Too many people will be hurt if I do this. Too many people are going to be impacted if I change direction. I'm not, I'm not trying to say or belittle the situation you're in. I'm not. I have every belief that it is probably as difficult as you say. What I will say is, are you doing a service? Are you really doing a service to the people around you when you're unhappy? How much more would you be doing for them? How much more can you give of yourself if you were happy? And the thing with that is, guys, when I say it's not too late to pivot, right? It's easy for me to say that. It may not be easy. But very few things in life are ever easy. The things that are worth it, the things that are uh, cherished most, include and require hard work. So, 
right? That saying, you can't make an omelet without cracking a few eggs. Not saying intentionally hurt anyone. Please do not ever do that. It goes against everything I am. But you may have to do hard things in order to reap the benefits of what you're doing. So it may not be easy, but you can do hard things. Number two, embrace your fear and do it anyway. So something common with, the, with one of the guests, right? Um, all good things lie outside of your comfort zone. Good things rarely happen in your comfort zone. The good stuff, the great stuff, the dreams that you have are outside of your comfort zone. So go out there and get it. Again, not necessarily easy, but worth it. So it's okay to be afraid. It's okay to have fear. Embrace it and do it anyway. It won't last. And number one, the number one tip I have for you guys is I want you to remember that it is your life that you are living. It is not your mom's life. It's not your dad's life. It's not your grandparents' life. It's not your friend's life. It's not your pastor's life. It's not anyone's life but your own. So live your life the way you want to do so. Make your own choices. Put your mask on first. The world needs you as you authentically are and not as how and not how other people define you. That's what I want you to understand. That's what I need you to accept. That's hard. That's probably the hardest thing of everything I said. Because we often lie to ourselves about things. And so that's going to take work. But you start with the small step of accepting that it is your life and not someone else's. So when you decide to go to college, make sure you're doing it because you want to. When you decide to choose a career, a major, make sure it's because you want to do it. Listen, your, your parents and your uh, culture are not the ones who will be going to that job that you get. You're the one that has to live with it. You're the one that has to go through with it. So make sure it's something you want to do. Everyone has the best of intentions. Everybody wants the best for you, but you are the one that has to define what that means. Yeah. And they don't know you, right? Nobody knows you best except you. They think they do. They want, and and they're supposed to, families, cultures are supposed to help you be your best self. They try and give you to two different experiences, try different things, learn new things to it's all trial and error so that you can figure out what it is you want to do. So if you, if they're like, Hey, try, try piano and you hate it. Well then, all right. Piano wasn't the thing. Don't keep doing piano if you don't like it. Right. We're learning. That's how we learn about ourselves is through trial and error. So remember that. <laughs> remember the results and live your own life with the way you want to be living it and not how somebody else wants to live it. As that's how we live our own authentic life is when we make and embrace our own decisions. And the world needs us as we truly show up and not as other people define us. We don't need copies. We aren't intended to be copies. God made us in his image, but he made us 
unique. Even twins are unique. My sister and I, we're twins, but we're unique. We are not the same. No two people on this earth are the same. You just have to define what that means. Right? So guys, that those are the top 10. So I'm going to recap my top five for you. Uh, care for your mental health. Number five. Number four, chase joy, not money. Number three, it's never too late to pivot. Never. Number two, get outside of your comfort zone. Great things happen outside of it. Number one, it is your life. So live it the way you want on your terms. So guys, those are the best tips that I have for you. When people ask and they listen and they're like, what's, what's next, Amy? What's happening? Be on the lookout. I have a few things happening right now. I'm actually teaching a podcast course, which is exciting um, and fun. Not something I expected I'd ever do. So there you go. If you want to learn more, go to begin to podcast.com. Join our wait list. We already have a class going. Um, and so, yeah, I'm teaching. I have a new app in the works to help people with their time management. That That's coming out in September. So that's exciting. And um, we have a planner and journal in the works for people to write it down, help them with their time management, help them as they chase their dreams. So while I'm not podcasting, I still want to make sure I can help you guys as you chase your dreams. And so I'm very excited about this planner because we've, uh, I'm working with some people in the mental health space to help us with that planner. So uh, be on the lookout for that. And... Yeah, if you didn't know, I do have a podcast called Your Personal Hype Man. It airs on two, on Mondays. Check that out. And if you ever want to connect with me, guys, do so. I'm on social media all over the place, except for Twitter, not as much. But hit me up, reach out. I would love to hear how your dream chase is going. And be sure to keep chasing your dreams, all right? And remember, there is... <laughs> Until next time, don't stop. Keep chasing. Bye. Thank you so much for listening to Chasing Dreams. Amy would love to connect with you and hear all about your pursuit of chasing your dreams. Connect with her on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram via at Chasing Dreams HQ. Or you can find Amy on Twitter at AmyJ21. That's A-I-M-E-E-J-2-1. Be sure to visit headquarters over at ChasingDreamsHQ.com for more inspiration, motivation, and resources to help with your own dream chase. We hope you'll join Amy next week. And until then, keep chasing. Keep chasing.